This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This is Afroeconomics with JB Bryan. Afroeconomics is a strategic financial management program designed for the advancement of black wealth in America and abroad. I read an article in a magazine, uh, Fast Company magazine, a couple of weeks ago about the black tax, something a lot of us are familiar with, but you may have never heard the term. Many of our black families have never been able to get ahead financially, going all the way back to the days of slavery. Fortunately, though, more black people are starting to make progress and at a faster rate. But even though we're making more income and we're making it fast, there's still an obstacle to our wealth building efforts. And that's the black tax. The black tax is the money high income black professionals and entrepreneurs regularly give to their families to support them. For those of us who start to make above average income, it's very common for us to share our good fortune with our family friends who aren't quite as fortunate. And there's a challenge there because most of us really want to help out our families. We know how much our parents sacrifice for us and how much they may still be sacrificing to take care of other relatives. We see how many things some of us go without. Or you really want to help your family get the advantages that maybe no one gave to you. Plus, maybe you have a little uh, guilt that you're doing so well that you have to help out someone else. The second side of the struggle is that there's almost an expectation from some of your relatives that you help them out because you have more disposable income than they have. Whether or not someone says it out loud, there's a little pressure to remember where you came from. When someone needs help with a bill, everyone looks to you. Or when there's a funeral, you're the first person they pass the hat to. Or even when you're just hanging out, people may expect you to just pick up the check. Does that sound familiar? Are you experiencing the black tax? Now, don't get me wrong. I believe that, you know, I believe 100 percent that we need to give back. We need to help each other. Helping other people is very important to me. I know it's important to you, especially to our families. But if you increase your income and then you give all of that increase back to others, what's happening with your wealth development. So you're not being able to save, it's pulling away. And that's where the term, the black tax came in because you can't invest because you're giving your extra income away. You can't sell financially into the future to make sure that your next generation is better off because you're 
experiencing that tax. So an important part of Afroeconomics is the first principle, establishing your legacy. And it's a hard pill to swallow. If you're committed to becoming the person who starts generational wealth for your family, you're going to have to make some really difficult decisions that you may be uncomfortable with. I quote from my book, Afroeconomics, Our Black Wealth Matters. This is what I wrote. Unfortunately, many of us have hurt ourselves in order to help out others. However, as we realize we must move towards a place of integrity, the more financially confident you will become. Learning to say no to others and learning to live within your means is not a gradual process. I had to just do it. We have to decide to be that person and then do the things to create that person. We say to ourselves, I am an honest person with integrity. And then we have to exercise practices that will create the financial life that we deserve, unquote. So think about this. When you give away your disposable income, even when it's for a good cause, that money can't work for you. It can't grow. But when you give yourself permission to invest your money, to make sure you have an emergency fund, to grow your business, to buy property, to buy investments, to that you'll you'll actually have more resources to help your family in the long run. If you ask me, the choice is obvious. Believe me, I know how difficult it is going to be for you. It's difficult. But there may be a short-term discomfort in avoiding the black text. But over the long term result, it will be worth it to avoid it. So here's some ideas I'll have for you to reduce that black tax on your income. Number one, recognize that you are blessed to be in the position to be able to help. But don't forget to be thankful for what you have, even though you know you worked long and hard to get it. A second point is to have a clear vision for the legacy you want to create. When you know exactly where you want your money to go and why, you'll be less tempted to give away money for anything that's not truly important to your legacy. Number three, automate your savings and investments. If you don't have cash on hand, you can't just hand it out. And you can honestly tell people, I don't have it right now. A fourth point is consider setting aside a certain amount every month that you're willing to give to family. If it's on your budget and you've already chosen the amount, then you can make a better decision on if you have the money available or not. A fifth point, have set in stone rules for what you will contribute to and what you won't. For example, you may be happy to help your mother with, say, the mortgage, but you may say, I am not going to help someone buy a prom dress. And number six, make it a process to get money from you. Make it kind of hard. If you make a person wait a few days before you give them money, you'll be surprised how often they'll find another way to take care of that emergency. And a seventh tip is probably the most obvious. Make them work for the money. Just because you have the extra cash in the bank doesn't mean it's their money. So you earned it. 
you work for it, make them do something to help you help make them earn it. Cut your grass, take out your trash, cook you dinner, make them work for it. People will find somewhere else to get the money if they don't want to do what you need them to do in order to get it from you. Also, you don't have to keep track of who owes you what. You don't have to chase anyone down to get the money for the payment that they promise you back if you make them work for it. Listen, I know this is a tough topic, but it's real for us. When you're the financial leader in the family, you really want to help your relatives get through hard times they may be facing. It's a good trait to have. You're blessed to be in that position, but you have to be careful not to sabotage your own financial future by taking on too big a load from other people. Make sure you're standing on a strong, solid financial foundation yourself and be willing to say no when necessary. And always remember, money isn't the only thing that helps. Share your knowledge, your experience, and help your family avoid those hard times in the first place. I'm J.B. Bryan, and that's Afroeconomics. Hashtag Afroeconomics. Today's podcast was powered by J.B. Bryan Financial Group a registered investment advisory firm and the home of Afroeconomics in Virginia, Maryland, Washington, D.C., and New York. Don't forget to subscribe to Afroeconomics with J.B. Bryan on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and any other podcast directory. If you like what you hear, leave me a five-star review. I'm J.B. Bryan, and that's Afroeconomics at AURN.com.